to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fouts, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, episodes 20 through to 25. Now, Chris, this season, it just doesn't let up, does it, with the drama? It doesn't, Dave, and I tell you what, I'm coming in hot. The worst thing you can do for Chris Phelps is to do a podcast about these absolute dead leg fame hungry Muppets when your favourite football team has been beaten by the bitter rivals, Dave. So I am ready to go in. I've rolled my <laughs> sleeves up. I need to get let some steam off. But no, I honestly, this for me has been the highlight of my reality we're watching this year. Me and Sam have said like it's the best show we've watched because I just think we, we kept saying it, we're watching Love and we want a show where they're a bit older. You know, they've got you thinking mm. that they're going to be more mature. And upstairs <laughs> yeah. Price, who is an absolute wanker. And I never thought anybody would eclipse Bex, but he eclipses her and some. So where do you want to start with him, Dave? Because there's loads unpacked with this guy. Oh, my God. It's, like you say, there is so much. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Chris. After episode 20... You know, we're, we're trying to be disciplined with this one, aren't we? Just to survive yes. <laughs> through these different seasons we've got. We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll do this a week at a time. So, you know, but I'd watched episode 20 and I'm like, should I message Chris? We need to record this <laughs> yeah. because it's such a bell end. I mean, there was so much going on in that first one as well. Uh, you know, you had kind of Booker and Brett. They looked like they were completely on the rocks there. Um but I mean, with Bryce, he is just the biggest man-child I, I think I've seen on reality TV, Chris. There is nothing anyone can say to him to get through to him to see that, well, actually, he's part of the problem. He's always got an excuse. It's always someone else's fault. And I'm sorry, Chris, I'm, I'm sure I said it last week, but Melissa is just enabling him. I don't know what she's been through in life, but it doesn't seem to matter what the hell Bryce can do to actually make her walk away. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, go on, go on. Sorry, sorry. I know, sorry, I cut across you there. I I, I think that, that is the, the main thing I took away from this week. Bryce and, and Bex, I'm going to talk about, but Melissa enabling him and telling everybody behind closed doors, he's this fucking man of her dreams and this, you know, the love of her life. And he's, so he's all misunderstood what a guy he is, you know, behind the scenes, he wants kids and everything. He's not, he's a fucking horrible child. His parents even called him out on it on the, on the yeah. cinema episode. And he doesn't learn as soon as he gets any criticism. And Dave, look, we all don't like criticism, right? We all, nobody likes to be told that they're in the wrong. They've done something wrong. They're not a good person. They need to take a look at themselves. All that. Nobody does. I don't care what you say. We, we can all say, yeah, we can take criticism, but it's very difficult to reflect. You, you might not take it straight away, but if you, you sometimes have to walk away and go, you know what? They're actually right. I need to apologize or whatever. Because in the heat of the moment, you do say things or do things because you, you just naturally get your, your back up. You're like, no, I'm not doing it. With him, at every opportunity, there must have been this week, every contestant pretty much said, you know, you're terrible, you need to apologise, and we'll get on to that as well. But, you, but you, your attitude's terrible. The actual 
specialists, which we know they're not really specialists, but they, they, <laughs> they've even tried to say it, but in a nice way. Nobody's been blunt with him. Everyone said, Bryce, you've got it. And he just, he has to say, well, it's them lot, it's them. And yeah. it's like, no, even when he said the he wasn't going to get Exactly. Even when he said he wasn't getting involved, he still got involved. Yeah. And I'm like, he's, he's, the, the whole thing started this week was when they picked that sort of villa to themselves and the alienate themselves. Yeah. If anybody was going to do that, I thought Bex was going to do it with Josh and she didn't. And, and I'll get on to her in a minute, but I do think the, the, the main point I'd like to raise is, and I watched it with Sam, was when he went in for the kiss with Bex, about the third episode mm. in this week, I thought that was disgusting. Absolutely a disgraceful thing to do. However, what was interesting from a woman's point of view, Sam was watching it and she was getting more annoyed at Bex because Bex smirked and was as if to say, I've got you now. She, I don't think she was as upset as what she made out. I'm not saying she shouldn't because it was disgusting, but she was smirking. She loved the attack. There was no tears. It was all, I've got you now, Bryce. And Bryce, to be fair, deserved all of what he did. He was horrid, Dave. So anyway, I'll park that and I'll let you speak because I don't always go off my little rant. So yeah, what, what like, is your thing to that? I, I don't know. Like you say, there's so much in this week with him and just, well, and Bex as well. Chris, <clears throat> there is plenty of gunpowder for everyone here. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, so we'll, get on to, we'll get on to everyone else. But yeah, that petulance that when when they had that house and they're like, yeah, yeah. And, and then Bex and... Uh, Jake were looking round, and so they just awkwardly uh, parked themselves in the room, as if to say, you know, fuck off, kind of thing. And and it's just like, oh, just if you want to take yourself off separate, go on, fuck off. But then they come back, and it's the whole thing when they're all sort sort of sat in a circle and stuff, and they're like, oh, just leave it. The, the funny thing was, I mean, Bryce had stormed off, and Jason. Is going to get plenty as well from me in a sec. But, um, you know, Melissa's still sat there and Alana's fucking going on about Bryce. And it's like, you do remember Melissa is sat there, don't you? And then, then she made a thing of it and then walked off. But then that was just what Bryce needed, wasn't it? Because it was like, oh, the group are bullying Melissa now. And it's, it's not. It's just like, you're just such a toxic douchebag. You know, you just surround yourself with drama all the time. So, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, him and his stupid fucking 80s brushed back hair. He's just like a, a, I don't even, can't even put an age on him. It's like he's, I don't know, like a mid-teenager or something, like, but a grumpy little shit at that. Like you say, <laughs> his mum and dad called him out on it. And he's just such a douchebag. Where you set me off on this tangent was when he, when he went in for the kiss, that was, he wasn't being a smart ass. That was like a, a power thing. That, that that was like I can come and do this. Yes. And that was yes. the disgusting thing about yeah. it. Um yeah. I I couldn't tell whether she was smirking or crying or what. Certainly everyone around seemed to think that she was crying. Um I, I don't I don't trust Bex one bit either. Um, but she's just one notch down on the douchebag ladder for me. I think Bryce is the absolute yeah. douchebag of the week. Yeah, without a doubt. And I, th I think 
I think I think when you unpack everything happening, it was look, it's great TV, Dave. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. what we want. We we wouldn't have a podcast if we didn't have people like Bex and Bryce and stuff like that. But I, I honestly worry for Melissa. I just think this guy will do whatever he wants. And you're right, I was getting more and more annoyed at her. Yeah, there was a couple of flashpoints where she stood up for him. She then had this like, the final sort of sit down and she's like, we're not spoke all day, we've had an argument, I'm not putting on his behaviour, blah, blah, blah. What does Bryce do? I think I'm falling for you. Oh, it's the best news I've heard all day, oh, Melissa. Oh, no problem. God. I was like, let me go and sign up for a real fucking wedding dress. I was like, Melissa, you've got... I mean, I just like, she has been absolutely scarred. She has got the... Her ex-husband must have absolutely scarred her for life because she's got no self-esteem, no self-respect. Yeah, she showed a little bit of steel, but as soon as he said he, he basically loved her, she went, oh, it's a magnificent. And I'm like, oh, no, what are you doing? Make him work wow. for it. If he loves you, make him work for it. Make him apologize, put him in his fucking place and say, when she says you're wrong, he needs to listen or he, they, I've never met someone as infuriating as Bryce and Melissa as a couple because yeah. the only thing I'd say was pissing me off was the and I can go to something that happened to me here as, as a story, not not my punching my friend in the face story in the last episode, but but this is <laughs> this is a true story. So, so someone at work was renowned and still renowned for being a shit stirrer, and we all have people you work with, and and this person was mouthing off. He basically, what he was doing was he was having conversations with some of my lads and with me and all this. And what he was doing was he's starting the conversation, spending an hour talking to them. And he doesn't work at the company now, so it doesn't matter. But but he, he, he'd he spend an hour talking to him or half an hour. Then go in the other office, go, I'm not in there, just having a chat. And you're like, but you're, you're instigating that chat to then go into the other room to the, like the main office and say, actually, these lads are not doing the work. They're all stood around. And I'm like, so... A few of us were like, we're not having this. So one of the lads was like, right, we need to have him. And I went, no, if you go at him as a group, as a collective, at one person, it will be seen as bullying, as in you're ganging up on him. And I was like, oh, trust me, you don't do that. If you want to speak to him, speak to him on your own or whatever, and we'll have a discussion between us. And that's exactly what happened. I, I was there making a broom. One of the lads blindsided me. Started having a pop at him and then brought us all into it. And I'm stood there going, Oh no. And I'm not I'm not behind the door for opening my mouth, as you know, Dave. But I was like, this is not the right platform. What did he do? Went straight in the office and said that a load of load of people had had a pop at him, even though he was yeah. in the wrong and everyone knew he was in the wrong. It was seen as you were ganging up on him, he didn't have the right to reply. And that's what he did. He got he's got his violin out. And, and I mean, don't get me wrong. It's Bryce. It's just that, the environment, isn't it? Exactly. So I pulled him separately and absolutely fucking tore strips off him and was, and, and he apologised to me and sort of took my name away from that little group incident. But it was Bryce all over. But what I, what I was getting at was, Patrick, what the fuck's it got to do with you? Mm. Alana, what's it got to do? Alana pulled a morag on this episode. She went, and, and this is this is my yeah. impression of Alana. Um, Minister, uh, uh, Bryce um, said that he's going to meet uh, Jason and uh, and then my top lips stopped moving here. Jason in, 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 in January, and um, and this is this is this is um, you know he, he said he's not going to be with you, and and then when the Bryce and everyone and Bryce and Melissa were like, well, who said it? I don't want to say. I'm not getting into it. It's like why, why fucking bring it up? And as soon as you challenge, yeah, you fucking bottle it. I was just, I couldn't understand Alana it was pure morag shit stirring shit house and as soon as she got challenged and then 
she just threw Jason under the bus anyway. It was terrible. So I'm not letting Jason off, and I know you want to get on to Jason, so I'll lead, let you talk about Jason. But I just was like, why are all you bellends getting involved? Patrick, you fucking sort out your relationship because you seem to be on a you know an even keel uh, with Belinda. Leave it at that. Alana and Jason are all over the place anyway. This is not going to be good for their relationship. It's like, what the fuck is it got to do with anybody? They all can see Melissa's being mistreated. He's an absolute wanker and he's a horrible, um, absolute triggering boyfriend. But if she's daft enough to put up with it, let her deal with it. I don't understand why, especially Bex as well, she's getting involved in it. The fact that she fucking hates um, Jake. I called him Josh before, but she hates Jake. And it's like, well, you're just deflecting. It's the typical bitching thing. Let's slag everyone else's relationships off or mine's falling apart. Because as I always say, as one finger's pointing at you, there's usually two pointing back at them, Dave. It was classic denial from everyone. I was getting so annoyed at all. And it ended up being that Bryce had the power to walk away, even though he deserved to be sick, because they all just ganged up on him and it just got to... And I think even me... If I was in that situation and I was incorrect and I was acting like a bell end, I think I'd have to get up and go, you know what? I think you've been out of order it because there's just too there's too many people peppering the I just felt they lost their argument. It wasn't a collective, it just seems to be everyone shouting at him. I don't know about you, Dave, because I know he deserved yeah. everything, but it just I, I felt it just fell by the wayside when they all started getting involved in it. I think it's a difficult one to say. We're watching an edited show. They've just spent yes. a week away together, haven't they? Uh, on the retreat they, they tried to have this boys night and girls night and you know again that was I think that was disturbing more than anything where Melissa didn't go for the girls night because Bryce was feeling a bit upset and it's like oh, you know Chris I just think sometimes you just can't help some people and that is the point where you just say right I'm walking away from this if that's what you want to do with your life Fair enough, but I think you're going to get shit on. Um, ah, Chris, this could be a long episode because there are such yeah. a gaggle of bastards on this show, to be <laughs> honest. Right? You just you just talked about Alana there and Jason. Actually, they show two extremes of, you know, uh, when there is drama somewhere else. So Alana is saying about this this bit of information about what Bryce said, you know, about being single and whatever, two weeks into the experiment. Now, come on, it's two weeks into the experiment. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the greatest crime out of, uh, out of everything. But there was absolutely no reason for her to bring that up at the dinner party other than getting a bit of screen time. Yeah. Because she could have just had a word with Melissa. She could have just, she could have literally said, Melissa, can I just have a word with you? And then gone off and then, you know, had that chat. Or all of the time that the cameras aren't there. Because this is not like old school Big Brother, Chris, where the cameras are everywhere. There's a lot of time here where the cameras aren't there as well. So she absolutely had uh, loads of opportunity there to say it off camera, but she wanted to say it on camera for maximum drama effect. But I mean, you said about, you know, not getting involved for me, if she's, if she's a mate and again, debatable in it, they're, they're on a TV show. They've known each other for a little bit. So how good a mates can you be? But she can just have a word with her and let her know. Jason, on the other hand, is like, at all costs, 
I am not getting involved in anyone else's drama. And all I kept thinking was, well, Jason, you know, the way he idolizes his nieces, it had me wondering, well, if someone was treating his nieces like Bryce is treating Melissa, would he be completely cool about that? Would he just want to stay out and not get involved? That's to me, true. that that's not right either, staying so far separated from it. If someone gives you, let's say it wasn't two weeks into the experiment, let's say it was a bit further, and it was very clear that Bryce was absolutely dicking around Melissa, because I'm pretty sure they must have had chats like that. I think Jason still wouldn't get involved. And I kind of think, well, you have a bit of a moral duty, surely, to get involved when it's so extreme. So, I don't know. I I think Alana and Jason are, are absolutely... Uh, you know, naught or a hundred, aren't they, at the minute? And um, I, but I just thought it was interesting on that kind of moral philosophy because when Jason was saying to the experts, it's like, well, surely I should expect that always when I'm discussing stuff behind closed doors, it shouldn't be discussed in public. And I, I just think, I don't think it's quite like that. No, I, I see, I, I agree and I disagree because I do think she was sort of right to bring it up. But also, if you have a private conversation or whatever, and he was like, I don't want to get involved. I, I, I sort of think if you were great friends with this, Bryce, like like me and you, Dave, if you think so much wrong, whatever, you, you would say to me, I'm not sure about that, but I don't really agree. Or, you know what I mean? You wouldn't, mm. you certainly wouldn't go on, on a podcast like we do and humiliate me, and I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> but, but I'm sure privately, and we've done that, we have, we have a, we've got quite an open relationship. I know not everybody does have that, but we do, don't we? If you mm. pull each other up or whatever, that, that's the sign of a good friendship. We never fell out or anything, not yet, but uh, obviously the football might dictate <laughs> that at some point, but we haven't. And, and, and long may that continue, but but and, and obviously there is friendships that are not like that. People can't be as open because it's not in the personality or whatever. But, but when you you see in the way Bryce is treat, mistreating her, he must, mm. like you've just said, he must see that that's not right. He must do, unless yeah. he's an absolute wanker as well, and and he's just exactly the same, and he doesn't see anything wrong in it. Because obviously, if he's got Bryce coming to him going, well, actually, it's Bex and and this, and it's 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 uh, Jake and it's them going at me and blah, 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 and all this, then then he's only, he's like anything. You get two people who are in a disagreement and they go back to their families because I've had this with my closest family who one side of Sam's family was with someone on my side of the family and someone in the middle was usually the truth, but that person from Sam's side of the family would go to the family and tell them that this person is an absolute see you next Tuesday, but that person will go to my family and go, that person, so both families were like, the boat, you know, in their views, everyone's mm. a bastard. These people are bastards yeah, yeah. because you're only getting one side of the story. And somewhere in the middle is usually the truth. And that's the problem. Jason's only had Bryce's perspective. So he's being completely loyal. However, somewhere he must question it. He see the thing is, it's not like where, say, I come to you and say, this person's an absolute bastard or whatever is doing this to me, or you do that to me. I, I would probably never meet that person. But He's seeing it firsthand. He's seeing what Bryce is doing. And I, I just think he's not a good friend if he doesn't at least pull him and say, yeah, you know, what's going on. The other guys were right to pull Bryce and, and Patrick was right to say, you need to apologize. Have you apologized to her? Blah, blah, blah. And then eventually giving it that half-assed thing, like you're the king. And then did that stupid, he should never have done that kiss. However, it just went too far then. And it was like, why is everyone getting involved? And that's where for me, I, I was not out. I, I just think, 
what more can they do? Bryce and Melissa, I just think, need to go. And he's done a smiley kiss this week, and he wants to stay. And it's like, you are a cock, my friend. He's, he's a yeah. cock. So. I think... I I think we're agreeing about yeah, yeah. Jason. I, I think the um the thing that really resonated with me and, and got me thinking, and I'm not sure quite how much I believe what Alana was saying, but it made me think she was saying that look, I'm just sick of seeing women treated like this. You know, like I've got friends and stuff treated like this. And that's what made me think, well, actually, yeah, Jason, you, you do have a responsibility because he's just saying he's not taking, um, he's not having an opinion, but by not having an opinion, he's having an opinion. He's defending Bryce by not saying anything at all. So yeah, yeah I just think Chris, I, I don't think we've got onto anyone good yet, but let's, uh, let's not change that trend and let's speak a bit about <laughs> Jake and Bex because yeah because um you know what when you're watching something sometimes and we talked about this at the bachelor right you know sometimes you think well sometimes especially with blokes and this is not saying it's right or wrong it just is right it has to get at least up to the point of the threat of physical violence right jake i'm pretty sure he can handle himself right He's played uh, Aussie rules football, hasn't he? At a decent level. Yeah. Pretty sure he could take down Bryce without breaking a sweat. And he looks quite, he looks a bit deceptively tall, actually. Yeah. So when, when Jake was defending Bryce and like, you know, sit, don't talk, up, don't stand up and talk, shout at someone when they're sat down kind of thing. Because it is very aggressive, isn't it? And it's intimidating. So he's stood up at kind of at eye level, but like I say, he's a bit taller than Bryce. I was like, fucking good on you. Actually, and then, Chris, I was thinking, fucking go for him. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was thinking, chin him or rip <laughs> tackle him or something. Stick one on him <laughs> and fucking put him in his place properly. Bex, though, was like, oh, I can't believe it. I don't know who Jake is. And I'm like, oh, this is such the excuse you need because you're not interested in the slightest. And after the whole cinema thing last week, I thought, at last, this this couple, this nonsense is over. But she is not interested in the fucking slightest. And it irritates me no end that Jake keeps leaving the door open. He keeps thinking, right, there's something you know, maybe there's something that I'm doing that is wrong. She just does not give a shit about this relationship. And yeah, apart from Bryce, she is the villain of the show at the minute for me. Yeah. And and you know what? There was a cracking bit in one of the episodes. I think it was the midweek episode where obviously that fake, let's bring the cameras in and pretend you've just woke up seeing that all of the couples do, you know, they're all in bed and they're like, Oh, Oh, great night's sleep there. You know, like they did with Booker and Brett and that. And there was mm. a bit where he went to kiss her and she yeah. was sort of sat up and he was laid down and he sort of kissed her on the cheek and you could see the repulsion in her, in her face, the sickness in the fact that he'd actually touched her, made contact. Because when he was having a go at Bryce, she said on the VT, I thought it was pretty hot, actually. He was actually sticking up for me and my husband was sticking up for maybe there's a chance, but then the next it was day last week, wasn't there? Yeah, there was yeah, the same thing. Similar. She said she said yeah. the same thing. And then this week, 
like well, a couple of episodes since you thought, hang on, I need an excuse to bin him off. Let's fucking go yeah. with this angle. That is that he's gone to Bryce's level. Now, if he did not reacted that way to Bryce and sat there, do you honestly think she wouldn't have said to him, Why the hell didn't you say something? Do you honestly believe exactly. that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking but she she for me is the reason why people have a career in reality TV because she's a typical UK reality star. Go to an opening of a fucking crisp packet. She's there. She, she's going to milk this career for the rest. Of, and I'm not saying she's the only one on the show because she's not. And I'm not just picking on the fact that she's a lady. Uh, and I use that term loosely with her. But but I just think you've seen a mum. A mum is a disgrace oh, of a person. Flat. That's exactly why she is the way she is. And, and I'm almost expecting her to say... That in articles like oh every time he kissed me it just made me sick I just I just felt like you know every time oh, it's no, just no, it's, no. It's but, yeah, I mean uh, the language that she chooses to use makes it sound like Jake is this fucking pumped up testosterone driven fucking maniac because she says things like yeah we were just stood there and he tried to shove his tongue down my throat it's like yeah. what no we saw that. We saw what happened. He lent in for a kiss. That was what happened. Yes. But the words that you're choosing to use make you sound like a victim and make him sound like this fucking beast. And yeah, it's very strange. deliberate. Absolutely deliberate. And she is a fucking cock. She is. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> fucking brilliant. She's a cock. And I, and I think you're right because she described, she was describing Jake like he was Bryce. And I still say, I think she's got a thing for Bryce. I really do, Dave. I really do. She might say she hasn't and she doesn't like him. And I honestly think she's got something for Bryce. And I think, I mean, someone convinced of it. That's why she's the way she is. The absolute disdain on her face. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Jake's a miles better looking guy than Bryce. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Bryce has got a fucking beak like me, Dave, but that's about it. But he's... <laughs> I just, I'm just like, it, Jake is a great looking lad and he's got everything yeah. going for him. He, he runs a charity. He's, he's so open up mental health. He was very respectful of her. I am not seeing anything. You know, the way she was treating um, Jake was what we talked about. Well, we've literally just done the Bachelorette episode three, haven't we? And, and it was when Peter was calling Will a bully and everyone mm. is scratching their head going, how where how is this person a bully if anything peter you're the bully and now you're playing the victim yeah. so yeah honestly if bryce hadn't have done what we've done we would have been absolutely roasting bex but she sort of half got off with it one because he should never have gone in for a kiss i thought that was really really bad an invasion of her personal space and i did think it, in some ways it was almost like an attack on her, her it, well-being it you'd lose your job and that if you did that in work if someone pissed you off and you sarcastically went over and kissed them on the cheek dave you'd get sacked so so i don't i, I don't think they made even even what annoyed me was even the fucking so-called specialist didn't really pull him up do you know what i mean they didn't even pull yeah. him up for that i don't think i don't think if i can remember correctly anybody all three of them should have gone at him especially the guy the guy should have been the one to pull him and said you never ever do that on this show while mm. you're still here it's disgusting and he should have publicly made him and he never said anything to him and i always thought that was pretty bad to be honest yeah and you know what <laughs> seeing that that repulsion of, of bex when um when jake goes in for the kiss and you know, you can see from the conversations, especially when they had like the boys night out and the girls night out. And, you know, 
basically you've got the guys saying, what, Jake, you've never, you know, you've, you've shared a few kisses and that that's it, you know? And that was in the last week. It's very, very odd. It reminds me of Jamie and Chris who went last week, you know, and, and Chris was calling her out in front of the cameras. It was like, look, you said to us, <laughs> you know, we, we should just pretend and then we'll stay on the show for longer. And she's like, I, I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you? How dare you? you know? why, why would I say that? <laughs> oh, don't be silly, Chris. Stop joking around. No, for me, that is Bex. She's just there for a bit more screen time. Um, got absolutely zero interest. And the thing is, I do find it quite um, not threatening, just quite, quite appalling that in doing what she's doing, so she's staying on and she's trying to come up with all these excuses. And like I say, when Jake stood up to Bryce there, She's kind of given him a, 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 he's given her an excuse. So she's calling yeah. that out and she's chipping away at him. She's making him feel worse about himself. And she's just like, oh, there's this wrong with him. There's that wrong with him. And, you know, look, you're not into him. That's fine. I, I, who knows what the actual reasons are, but you're not. It's nothing to do with Jake. It's all to do with you. Yeah. Or, you know, even if that wasn't true, even if it was just the two of them are not compatible. I mean, on surface level, you would have said they're very compatible. I can see this one, to be fair, with the experts that, you know, I, I can see why they've put these two together. But it clearly has not worked. And I'm just surprised that Jake is still trying to have a, you know, he's still trying to make it go uh, a go of it now. And so, yeah. I, I don't know. Who knows where this couple will go in the last week, Chris? But um, yeah, it, it's just it's just a good thing Bryce is there, or else um, yeah, Bex will be getting bell end of the week. <laughs> bell end of the week. <laughs> no, but I I, um, I I think now more than ever, I want Kerry and Johnny to win by a mile. They're a lovely couple. All the guys picked Kerry, didn't they, Dave? Everyone, I think she's a good looking. I thought lady. I was going to go south a little bit. I wasn't no, sure no. if he was taking it in good spirits or like he was starting to get a bit put out by it. No, and it's funny because <laughs> I slated, didn't I say? I'm not going to get into these three new people. Why have they brought yeah. them in? And they're the nicest couple by a mile, Dave. An absolute mile they are. They deserve, if they can, stay together. I just think they're really nice. She's lovely. He's nice. The, the comments about each other. The fact that, like I just said, every guy pretty much picked Kerry says it all. All the others are just fake wannabes, guys and girls. Yeah. They're all a joke. And, and, and look, we need this. I mean, the Booker and Brett thing was bollocks as well. If we just move on to that, he's, you know, yeah. she, she was ridiculous last week. She just became an absolute... Psychopath, it was proper. What's your Kathy Bates? Yeah, Kathy Bates, like clothes stuff and everything. But then Brett never, and they, the judges were saying, the experts were saying, fucking speak up. And, and then in the end, he's apologizing too. And I'm like, Brett, but then they have a bit of action, but then decide to leave. And I'm like, what? well, it, it was fair a enough. coaster for them, wasn't it? Yes. Because, you know, it was, oh God, Chris, it was the office levels of awkwardness i felt you know when they, they were at the retreat and then booker's just sat there and brett's going over is like you're right 
<laughs> she just won't even look at him. It's just like, oh, fucking hell, mate. Just sit down. This is so buttock clenchingly embarrassing. But uh, like you say, that was before. And she seemed to be like, oh, no, no, he's all right. Like you say, add a bit of action and then went completely cold again. So, yeah, I, I don't quite know what happened there, but uh, it was really up and down. So I, th- I think once that trust is completely gone, you know, this uh, they probably had no chance. But um, it was just weird how they, they were a bit up and down. Yeah, and, and and like you say, you, you you're completely right. And as we go into sort of the final few episodes, the last you know week, I don't know at the end of it, other than Johnny and Kerry, I don't care. I want more drama. I want Bex, and we we get a VT of it that obviously she Bex is like, I don't know whether I'm going to come back. I'm like, wow, what did he do? Use the last fucking piece of toilet roll, Bex. Are you going to pick everything out of fucking? To be fair, that would be really annoying. Well, yeah, it might be actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've all used the cardboard bit of the toilet roll, Dave, in emergency. But there you go. But but no, Have you we got yesterday's paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, but it's true, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I mean, hell, Dave, I've even used antibacterial wipes and then realised right, and had right. a fucking ass stung like, stung, <laughs> oh, stung no. like anything, but there you go. <laughs> With your fucking broccoli diet that you're on Yeah, about. yeah, that'd no be terrible. that you're running out of bog roll. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bit too much information, but, yeah. but, but yeah, it's like we, we go into this and, and I, I, I'm just like, I'm not going to be, I, I promise you, I am not going to be like, you know, absolutely shocked with whatever bullshit revelation Bex comes out with that's going to ruin this fake relationship because he's an idiot as well for putting up with it and, and believing this summit there. They, they've had, and, and it's funny, and it's only just come out this last week, I thought they were going to be at it. They've had more of a fucking teenage romance than Belinda and Patrick. And they've gone to the point where Belinda was like, fuck this, I'm taking all my clothes off, I'm going to stand right in front of you. Fair play on the outfit she wears, Dave. She's proper got that confidence. And I love the fact she called Patrick out with the Bryce thing. She didn't just agree with him. And they mm. had a proper conversation. Whether we think she was right or wrong, I think she was thinking the same as me. Like, yeah, you're right, but you've just you've just done it in that pack mentality. Pull him over. I did think she was good, but she was like a revelation this week. So so <laughs> fair play. What I loved. I loved the bit where Patrick's pouring his heart out. And she goes... Thanks for sharing. Yeah, yeah, I really like you. I'm falling for you. <laughs> that fucking was brilliant. brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Absolutely amazing. It, it was a little bit over the top, I thought, when um, Patrick was going on about getting a hand job. It's like, you know, sleeping together, having sex and, and everything. It's... That is that is the only thing you need to know at that level. Like the the whole hand job thing, I, I thought was uh, it was a bit crass. I I think you know what, Chris. I thought by this point I'd be a lot more invested in Patrick and Belinda, um, especially the way they started off. And one of my series highlights for me is when he's clapping her feet and the awkwardly clapping her feet in the um, in the bath. You know, it's not every day that you get to clap oh, someone's feet. Hey, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. It's just so it like, embarrassing. But um, yeah, I've kind of gone off them a little bit, to be honest. And I think part of it is Patrick's behaviour as well. I think you just... You know, he's a little shitstorm. 
you know, yeah. himself. He, he just comes across in a, in quite a different way. But I, I think just one thing, because we moved off um, Johnny and Kerry. Johnny was, you know, you were talking about everyone just ganging up on Bryce. And, and yeah. I think hand on heart, if I was sat there and he, Bryce was behaving the way he was, I, I think I'd be saying my piece too. But Johnny was the only one really who was remaining Switzerland about it, you know, yeah. and he was kind of, he was going out to make sure they were okay. And he came back to the group and he said, look, I've just sent them together and they look great. So, you know, fucking back off kind of thing. So they do seem the one genuine couple in there that, uh, that I can get behind. We haven't talked about Georgia and Liam, um, but I'm, I don't know what it is about them. I, I'm just, I'm just not really convinced by them. No, I, I'm not a fan of Liam because I think he he, he caused a lot of the shit and, and mm. was with Bex the other week, like yeah. last week, and it was not really their place to do that. If, I mean, Bex had a, a thing in the race because she'd said like he tried to chat her up and everything, but I just felt Liam was like, why are you getting involved? And and look, he did pull Bryce and he had a go at Bryce earlier in the week, and I thought he was fine to do that. He didn't, I know we're saying about everyone having a go at him, but he sort of did it when everyone was having different conversations and he did say about, it's like, you need to apologise. So I think he was correct with that. But there's going under the radar and that could be a good thing for a long-term thing of their relationship. I don't know how it, how it pans out, but that could be great. They seem to be together. And Liam said some lovely things about her. Uh, I think it was in the last episode. It was dead nice what he said about her. So I'm with you. It's like the, 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 they say the Belinda Patrick. I'm not interested. At the start, I thought, oh, these are the ones you're going to be rooting for. And as it's gone on, I'm like, I don't necessarily think they're, they're as innocent as what they were played out to be in the first edit. And Liam, I just don't know. I just, I just can't warn to him. I think Johnny and Kerry have done the right stuff and they've had the right amount of exposure on the camera. Liam mm. and that haven't, they've not had that exposure. And that's not necessarily their fault, but they've just not had the story that we've got with Johnny and Kerry. And I think that's probably why half, for me, anyway, that's why I'm not really interested in them. Yeah, yeah. And and it was a bit shit the way the, the whole pizza party was just completely ruined, you know, but they'd really made an effort there. Um Johnny and Kerry, but uh, but yeah, Chris, <laughs> Chris, I can't wait, I can't wait till next week. I can't, <laughs> I fucking can't, honestly, Dave. It's been a belting season, and me and Sam are dying to go back when we have to get time and, and watch some of the other, other. I think we're gonna go back to season seven, like you said, don't go back to the start and just just work, see if we can go through because they've been fantastic watching all this. It really yeah. has been it's just so good. We can sit here and call them bellends and slag them all off. But without these people and fantastic casting, because we call out the specialists, the, you know, the specialists, but the if experts. it wasn't for the, yeah, the expert, <laughs> if it wasn't for them completely mismatching everybody, we wouldn't have had the series we've had, would we? Yeah. If they all lived happily ever after and we sat there reading poems to each other and fucking feeding each other strawberries and cream, it'd be shit. We'd be like, oh, this is fucking rubbish. So to be fair, you need <laughs> what we've had. This has been fantastic. And I, and I will say, I think this is a massive step up from the UK one. I enjoyed the UK one a lot more ag and all the other no marks we had on there. But this for me has been a different level. It's just been consistently yeah. shit every single episode. It's been brilliant. Like I say, I I'd watched the previous season in you know in lockdown, but I, I don't I don't think I watched everything sequentially. I think I caught the odd episode, and and so even I'd have to go back and and watch it 
all the way through. Uh, but I do remember there being plenty of drama, and uh, no, it's it's for whatever reason, you know, it, it's it's just the formula. It's the dinner parties, Chris, that I love, and <laughs> the fact that the Aussies just do not care. Um, it's amazing. We should do that. Actually. We've got no shortage of seasons, have we? <laughs> Things no. we're trying to cover. Um, but maybe you know, just as a as a side thing, we'll go through season seven. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. Good idea. So, Dave, it is that time of the weekend where I can go and get myself absolutely smashed tonight and not think about the football. You can go and get yourself smashed and think about how good your football team is and uh, <laughs> we can reconvene next week. So, <laughs> big thank you to our Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Thank you to everyone who supports us. New, old, we, we appreciate everyone. Everyone who messages on Twitter, all our great friends over on Facebook, Chris and A's Reality TV Cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. So thank you as always. And here's the old famous roll call of honour. We've got Ken, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Tracy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Claire, Noreen, Jacqueline, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you, guys. Make sure you all have a great weekend every single person out there who listens and downloads the podcast because i'm going to try and have a better one than i've had so far (laughs) (laughs) no that's awesome and we've got one week of maths left chris and then we will embark on attempting to catch up on love island australia so i know there's lots of people watching that trying desperately to stay and avoid spoilers and stuff um but we'll we'll do that but we'll just get maths out of the way first and um it, it sounds chris like it's a bloody good season yes i know and i'm following the facebook page as well so as soon as i see anything i have to keep scrolling very very yeah. quickly Dave. Yeah, so, yeah 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 brilliant brilliant all right mate we'll have a good weekend and take care everyone thanks a lot for listening everyone bye now